And now another episode of Mind Escape with Michael and Maurice. Take it away, Michael. All right, folks, welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode 14 today. Uh, we have great floods slash deluge stories. Yo, yo. All right, so let's jump right into this. We'll start off with the most uh, reputable one, which seems to be the story of Noah. Um, there's a lot of people that, you know, think it was a fake story, you know, and there's other people that think, oh, no, this is absolutely real. Um, I've done a lot of digging and I believe it was real. Um, I don't know if it was to the magnitude of what was being said, but I mean, it makes sense. What do you well, think? There's definitely, there's definitely proof that there's been a flood. There's, I don't know if it, I don't know if there's been a flood that covered the whole world. That's, that's I think what's in the, you know, that's what people are disputing about. Well, think about at the end of the younger Dryas era, you know, um, the glacial, you know, uh, caps were melting and all that stuff. I mean, right. supposedly, I mean, look at, we've talked about this in other episodes, the ancient civilization one, like what if there was an Atlantis and Dodger land and, uh, Sunda land and all these ones, these were above ground regions that were connecting like land masses, they were land bridges and now they're underwater. So obviously things were, you know, there were a lot more land area. There was a lot more land area, uh, you know, 14, 13,000 years ago. Yeah, for sure. Now, some people think, though, you know, like there's some theories that it's like, what if, you know, how it said that he brought two of every animal and human beings and all, and like his good friends and family and stuff like that. Yeah, that's Uh, the part that I have a hard time believing. Well, there's a theory on that, too. What if he was really advanced scientifically or what if back then they had some sort of knowledge uh, that most people didn't have because there's a theory that like what if he was had like a seed bank type of a thing mixed with like animal genes you know like they were able to you know do animal husbandry so all they needed was two and then they could multiply right. um, yeah. and then the you know like for the seed thing if you're planting things like look at that uh, great seed bank I think it's in what is it uh, Spitsburg Norway um, have you ever heard of this? It's this like doomsday seed vault where if it, it can withstand a nuclear blast, floods, tsunami, you know, tsunami, oh, that's earthquakes. A good idea. Yeah. So uh, the great the seed bank, and it's actually I think it's going under. I think I just read something this week. It's it's getting like a million dollar uh, facelift too. They're going to make this thing even better than it already is. Um, and they have other ones too. I think there's one, uh, where was the, oh yeah. Fort Collins, Colorado has one. We have one here and then England's got the millennium seed bank. Um, so there are stuff, there's stuff in place, you know, like if, if we didn't yeah, think way that, cursed England. Yeah. If we didn't think that these things were possibilities, why would we do, you know, we, there's no point of doing it, but obviously this is a real possibility. Well, I've, well there's cataclysms have, have struck the earth like five times, haven't they? Yeah, almost wiped out life altogether. So yep. of course, of course, it's happened before, and it's going to happen again. That's there's no doubt about that. Right. You know. So how we prepare for it? I think it's definitely. I mean, it's it's just being smart to set up, you know, seed banks and things like that. So I don't know, but the, but the, but but getting all these fucking animals into one ship, the seed stuff is is easy. Well, I don't think they literally they could have gotten like all those, like, I don't think that's a literal, like every single animal they got, you know, because look at, you know, look at dogs, for instance. Okay. 
dogs, all dogs come from wolves. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, think about that for a second. Like all you needed was the, the main vein of each of these animals. And then you could, whoa, whoa, you could, bro. Don't get fucking graphic here. <laughs> and then do, do what you want from there. But, um, no, I see where you're going with that, but still, you'd still need a shitload of different species. Or what if he had little, they had ways to contain blood and they contain the blood of all these things and they were able to reproduce. That's what I'm saying. Like, who knows? And the, there's weird stories about Noah too. Like, um, supposedly when he was born, his eyes had this like weird glowing thing where he would like, they said that he would like command the whole room, even when he was a baby and people like always wondered about his eyes and his complexion. He had some sort of like weird thing. You can look that up too. Um, but, uh, you know, well, that's that, interesting, yeah, but actually, his theories. Yeah, oh yeah, but it's this. This is. I think this is stuff that yeah that was either written down. I think some of it might be in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Um, but his uh, apparently his dad questioned whether he was his son too. Like he, I think his dad thought he was one of those like what we've talked about this like the Nephilim or the Watchers. Like he was part something else because even his dad questioned whether it was his son or not. You know. Yeah. Um, Have you ever then, seen the movie Noah? Uh, Darren Aronofsky. I actually I have not seen that one yet. Um, is it good? It's cool. I mean, well, you've seen his other movies. It's weird. As long as you it's not like saying? Pie. I don't, the other ones are good, <laughs> but Pie, man, that makes you that makes you go insane watching it. <laughs> um, but so, and the other thing is, who's Noah's son has some mystical stuff going on too. His name's Enoch. If you've never heard of Enoch, it's Noah's son. He wrote a whole um, book, and it was actually in the original Bible. They Constantine took it out, um, and there's a whole group of stuff like Jesus's life. Um, you know, there's a whole little section of the Bible that was not taken, you know, that was not put in there. Um, and the book of Enoch is one of them. And the book of Enoch talks about how he was taken up into heaven. Whether you're sure you know. that his son's name was Enoch. I don't see any Enoch here. Yeah. Look it up. Ham, ham. No. What? Look up Enoch. Just look up Enoch and it'll tell you. Right. I mean, I just typed in Noah's sons. I mean, the other thing too, is these stories get weird because, uh, some of these, it's Noah lived for like a really long time. I think hundreds of years. Same thing with Enoch. Um, so there's something weird going on there. Is this? Um, a, but, but but this sounds just like it's a it's one division of a story from about Noah. I don't think this is. What do you mean? And he lived for hundreds of years. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not like the main. Po- Here's the thing: is people they leave shit out that they want to leave out. So if somebody's a hardcore Bible thumper, of course they're gonna leave out some of the more mystical, crazy shit that's in there because they want to be believed or they want what they're reading to be evil. Um, I'm in a group that sometimes some of those crazy things there's actually a better explanation that even makes it even crazier than what the people that were trying to portray it. At, you know, and you get what I'm saying, like. Yeah, I'm looking up Enoch. It says he's an ancestor of Noah. Okay, well, I thought he was Noah, one of Noah's sons. He might not be. I mean, but no. uh, he was taken up into the heavens, whether you want to think that's like a spaceship or an angel, or and he was shown, you know, the world from above. Um, and that's the whole story about the Watchers. Um, so this is Enoch? or Yeah, this is Enoch. And Enoch was okay. taken up into you know, heavens, space, whatever you want to call it. Um, right. And he was told about the Watchers, which are the people that came down uh, from heaven then and then created this race called the Nephilim. So basically angels or, you know, whatever you want to call them, were coming down and mating with the people of earth, the, the early, you know, 
whatever you want to call Arthopithecuses and Gigantopithecus. Uh, Gigantopithecus and all that all stuff. All kind of man. Um, so those people, and they created the Nephilim, which is this race of like half, and supposedly there's a lot of people actually that believe that we're half alien, you know? So like that would be the explanation of that. But that's, again, that's the book of Enoch that was stricken from the Bible. And I guarantee you, you can't even find um, a lot of stuff about Enoch. Because it's like, think about it like this. If there was a book, that was purposely left out of the Bible. Do you think that they would just openly promote this thing so you can find all sorts of information you want out about it? I mean, you could read it. No. The, book, the book's out there, but it's not like you're going to look on Google and it's going to be like, oh yeah, Enoch. He was blah 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 blah. You know, because it's there. There's an agenda there. You know. So did, did Noah come before Enoch? Uh, yeah. I mean, like you just said, it says Enoch was a descendant of Noah. I thought he was Noah's son. That's what I. Oh, he said he's an ancestor of Noah. Okay. Doesn't mean he's a descendant of him. Right. Well, I mean, ancestor kind of is. It's like your seed that's you know been passed down, but because um, oh, well, Cain's son, Cain's son's name was also Enoch. Was he? Yeah, well, Enoch yeah. was common back then. <laughs> very, very common name. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, but just the fact that that was like left out of the Bible isn't. I mean, don't you find that crazy? Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty weird. I would say that, I mean, because like I said, I mean, there's other things like, um, what is it, Jacob's Ladder. Supposedly that story is about him seeing angels come, like there's an actual ladder that came down from space. Some people think it was a spaceship with a ladder beam or something, and they were going up and down. Some people think it was at a physical ladder where angels were going up and down. Um, but that's a weird one, too. It's Stairway like to heaven. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a weird, you know, that's a weird thing. I mean, but you know. Right. Say what you will, but I mean, what's the explanation? Like there, and that's what I'm saying is like you can look. I don't at know. All it's very them. corrupt. All Christianity, there's a bunch of bullshit throughout it. Right. So it doesn't well, surprise me if they left out a book. Fuck. Right. I mean, it, su- it surprised me more if they didn't leave out shit, because these people were just fucking. They're trying to skew it their way, the way they want it, and the way that it promotes, I guess, man to fucking just rule over everything. Right. I mean. Yeah. Oh, so. actually, this is saying I just looked this up. This, <laughs> no, no, this I looked this up because it says, yeah, like like you were right. It says that Enoch came before Noah. So actually, that's even crazier because right. uh, I was figuring that if you wrote the book of Enoch, well, I know, I, Noah I know, existed after all that. Right. I know. I know a lot about Noah, and I know about uh, Enoch, but I didn't know there. I mean, I knew that they were related somehow. I didn't know what the correlation was. I thought it was. Well, what do you way. know about Noah's arcade? <laughs> Um, but Enoch, okay, he supposedly, um, like I said, went up to the heavens, met these people. They told him what they did. Um, and if you think about it like that, like we can talk about this stuff all day long, but there's no proof that we, you know, like through evolution, we just took this massive, massive leap. At some point, right. our, our brain size doubled and tripled, and all this stuff happened. And still today, there's, I mean, you ask most scientists about evolution, and they're going to, they don't know how our brains got that big. They're going to talk about, oh, it was the proteins from eating meat when, when people started to eat animal meat. And, oh, it was the, the, the monkeys in the trees eating the sweet glucose and fruit and their brains started, you know, it's like all these different things I've read. Um, supposedly we originally came from like a shrew, 
that was the original thing that we came from, not even a monkey, but um, which turned into a monkey. But I mean, it's stuff yeah. like that. It's like the, you look at this stuff and it's like, where's where's all these links to all these things? We don't have shit for, for proof or evidence on all this. So it's a lot of like conjecture and guessing. And, uh, you know, once somebody writes a book about it, you know, Scott Forsman or whoever these textbook writers are, and kids start learning this stuff, bye-bye. It's whatever that agenda is. So Right. That's why... Uh... Our buddy Chris doesn't want to send people send his daughter to a public school, right? Well, I mean, look, there's certain things that you know for for the for the time being it is correct, right? But in ten years it could be fucking it could be laughed upon. If you told me that we were going to listen, I think Uncle John was saying this. If we were going to be listening to uh, or you know, our phones were going to be able to transmit waves of energy that we can't even see, that that would baffle your mind. So right. It still baffles my mind. I mean, think about your phone. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I don't know what like, the fuck's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even even that, like Tesla knew about this shit a hundred years ago, and Tesla he knew about it. But what to what extent? I don't think. He what do you knew mean he to... created Wi-Fi, dude? He created oh, okay. zero point energy. He understood zero point energy, which is you can run the whole world off the energy that's around right, you right, right now. Um, so he was far advanced, and he was supposedly was in contact with like something from the other side, whether it's angels or aliens. And what, or, Edison just fucking put the kibosh on, the, on his whole thing? I mean, Edison was, a, if you think you, again, okay, so that's a perfect example. Like, we went to Well, school. I don't want to get too far into this. because No, 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 but hold on a second. Hold on a second. We went to school together. We were we learned about Edison, right? Because we're from right. Detroit area, Edison, blah, 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 blah. Tesla was far, far more advanced scientifically and knew what the fuck he was doing. And it just seemed like Edison was more of a tinker, you know, like he didn't really, he might've been smart and he might've came up with great stuff, but I think he invented shit. That's, there's no doubt. No, he, that, he did. But. That's what I'm saying. But Tesla was like a visionary and he could, he, he supposedly was able to, when he was creating something or inventing something, he was able to work it out in his mind, meaning he could see the machine moving in his head and what it was, what the parts were and how to do what. And I mean, that's right. some intense stuff. You know, you, you're not, you're not just uh, going to public schools for that kind of knowledge. You know? Right. But he also married a pigeon. So that's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the thing. You got Edison, who is a people person and can talk and get his message out, and then you got a fucking whack job who's a super genius like Tesla, who, who invented crazier shit that no one could even grasp. We're we're finally grasping it now. Right. When was he around? Eighteen. Uh, late eighteen hundreds. Oh, oh, he lit up. Yeah, he actually did the Chicago World's Fair. Most people right. think it was, it was actually Tesla. Yeah, um, I watched a documentary on him. Didn't didn't retain a goddamn lick of information <laughs> though. Um, speaking of God, so let's, let's swing yeah, back get around. Back, get back subject here. Um, so yeah, so Enoch was a predecessor to, uh, Noah. Noah. We, just, we just clarified that for everybody. Um, and so, so Noah wasn't just some guy that God goes, Hey, Noah, no. I need you to build this boat. He actually has links to, uh, dudes that were writing books. Right. And, uh, you know, something that was, uh, People that had supernatural abilities surrounding them. Well, so, I mean, supposedly God spoke to Noah. And then the other crazy thing is, is Noah, um, supposedly, according to... Well, the no, text, I, I know God talked to him. I'm just saying, I, right. it, it's like saying God talked to me out of the blue. Like, there's no link. At least that he was a relative of Enoch who was already right. kind of on the scene, if you will. It, it, and the other thing, too, that's weird is that... Um, they think too, like Gobekli Tepe might 
find its way into that story for some reason. Like that might have been an ending spot because Gobekli Tepe was buried for a reason. Think about that. If you were going to bury something because you knew there was a flood or that whole area was going to be underwater, what perfect thing to do than to bury this thing where it can be dug up? You know what I'm saying? Like if once the water recedes or whatever, you know? Right. But yeah, so like well, I, th- the, I, th- I think the, the correlation. Thing that we're talking about- well, hold on a second. The correlation with Gobekli Tepe is the animal thing. If you look at the the megalith stones on Gobekli Tepe, it's all the different kinds of animals. You've got flamingos and shit and all sorts of stuff that's not even from that region on these things. So like, how yeah, that's are they, pretty weird. why are these people putting animals on something that was almost impossible to move and to carve into? And we talked about this before. They didn't just carve into the rock, like stuff out of the rock. They carved rock away. So it would be a three dimensional thing sticking out, which is far. So what are you suggesting harder. here? I'm suggesting that at some point that, you know, the world landscape was far, far different than it is now. So well, there might've been land where there's no land now. And there might've been water where there's no water now is what I'm saying. Oh, I think that's uh, without a doubt. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So an area, think about, too, back then, they might have only thought that the world, so if they say the world was covered in water, to them, the world might have been Mesopotamia or the Middle East, you know? Right. That's, well, that, that brings me to one of my points, the Black Sea, the, the big Black Sea flood. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know about that. No. Uh, What's that about? Well, apparently there was a massive... I don't know if it's true or not. Let me... Fuck. I thought you were going to know something about it. No. This is, anytime I can learn something, I'm, I'm all game, man. Well, they were saying the Black Sea flood, they had a massive flood, and the people around that there could have said, oh, this is like what you were saying. They didn't know the world, right. you know, extended past their eyes. Well, so that makes sense. That was, the whole world was being flooded. But right. the one geologist or dude that was talking about it was just saying how lots of things like this happened all over the world. Right. Now, does it mean that a god, you know, put the world underneath fucking water to punish the bad behavior of you know the human race or whatever and right i don't know it, it kind of seems far-fetched but well and then the other weird thing too is there's water erosion around the sphinx so the sphinx could be like super old too and that could have been part of this great deluge flood whatever i mean that whole area was most likely submerged i mean the desert can't you can't get that much sand somewhere without it being an ocean or somewhere or something like that for you get what i'm saying like you can't you can't yeah. just get sand like that doesn't just appear out of rock or humidity or whatever it comes from the ocean so that's well, the hardest point. thing the hardest thing about this is going to be you have to find all these locations around the world and then say that this flood happened at the same time therefore well, like here's an actually don't know when the fuck it happened they just they know a flood happened a long long time ago there's a couple people that have been working on that graham hancock uh magicians of the gods uh book that talks about that um, he does correlate all these things, and we'll get into this, but the Mayans have a great flood. The Aztecs have a great flood. Um, uh, have you ever heard of the Epic of Gilgamesh? I've heard it. Don't know what it is. Okay, so it's like ancient Iraq or Mesopotamia. Um, again, similar location, not exactly the same. Obviously, Noah, you know, that was all um, Arabic and, you know, Judea and all that stuff over there. So, um, but ancient Iraq, you know, the Sumerians and all that stuff. There was a, a book called the Epic of Gilgamesh. Uh, same thing, a flood story. Um, and actually that one's an interesting one. Cause it's, it goes into this whole thing where they send somebody down to like, here, let me find this. Um, okay. So Gilgamesh was like a ruler. Okay. And he was, um, 
I guess like a beat, not abusing his people, but he was treating them like shit, you know, like all the people that were under him. Uh, so yeah. the gods sent, uh, you know, uh, this big flood, like they, they notify like this big floods coming blah, blah, blah. Um, and that, uh, I think it was Ishtar, who was this goddess. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Names, man. Well, <laughs> kill me, bro. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, they, they, they sent this guy down and he ends, he ends up becoming friends with this guy. And they like, it's almost like clash of the Titans, him and this guy go on this adventure, this journey. And they like beat beasts and do all this crazy shit. Um, right. and at, you know, at the end they kill this other guy that was sent down to, you know, whatever. Um, and he's left alone. And then it, there's like two parts to this thing. Uh, but that's like, again, it's, it's very similar. Um, the God for, uh, that you know, ancient Sumer and Mesopotamia. His names are Ahura Mazda. Mm-hmm. That's the. You know, it almost sounds Asian, but it's not. Um, but that was the god. So, and, and here's the other thing too: is there's another story from that same region, but it's not water. It's uh, ice and and snow. It's the uh, that one is the story of Yima. Um, from the Zoro, uh, the Zohar, which is Zoroastrianism's uh, book. Um, okay. And, and, you know, have you ever heard of like Zarathustra or anything like that? That's what that is. No. Um, but anyway, so basically what that one is, is God comes to, or Ahura Mazda comes to Yima and says, you have to build this three-level um, thing inside of like a cave inside of a mountain and you know, the, all this big snow is going to come and they're in the middle of the desert. I think it's like Turkey. I think it's the middle of Turkey is where they were. Um, and uh, so he, and it's not even just instructions, like three levels. It's like exact shit. Like you have to build it this way so that this happens and this and this and this. And they actually recently found a cave with these exact specifications from the story um, that applied to it. And they found out this cave could house like 20,000 people. Um, but that story is crazy because it talks about they stayed in these caves during a great ice age or like a great ice for like 600 years they said so that could have been the end of the ice age that could have been some weather change some some climate change because of something it could have been climate change be- at the end of the younger dryest it could have been climate change because of some meteorite or asteroid or something crazy um but uh they stayed in these caves for like a long long ass time and that's a and he was basically instructed the same thing as noah which was get all the animals, get the seeds, get everything together um, and wait out this thing, you know? Um, so in all these stories, what, the, the main point that a lot of them drive home was whether it's a flood or this, you know, great ice or snow, it's to kill off like yeah, humans well, fucked up. Right, well, it's to kill off either bad humans, giants, Nephilim, fairies, all this stuff. And if you look at like a lot of the texts before Noah, it's weird because they talk about, um, you know, like, like I just said, giants and these like fairies and elves and all sorts of crazy shit. Um, and it's not, it wasn't that uncommon for the, for that time, you know? So like, maybe there's something to it. Maybe, you know, you know, an elf for, you know, lack of a better reason was what they called little people. Like maybe that's was shocking to them. And that's what that is. Maybe a giant was like some crazy eight foot tall, 10 foot tall guy. That was just a freak of nature. You know, I mean, look yeah. at some of the basketball players today, they're, they're fucking huge, you know? So, um, 
you know, so I think that I'm not saying that that's what that was. I mean, who knows? Like the story of the yeah, Nephilim. You're getting, you're getting out there, man. It sounds like well, a okay. fucking True Blood episode or something. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not out there. I'm just trying to find plausible explanations for things that were written down thousands oh, well, and thousands I, of years ago. Right, right. When you start throwing fairies and giants, yeah. yeah think, think about what a fairy would have would have been back then. It would have been like a little person or somebody that's got some sort of deformation, you know, something like that. Some tiny person, you know. Right. Well, it definitely doesn't mean what it means today. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, do, you have your, do you have your phone with you? Yeah. I just sent you a couple links to this uh, the shit I was talking about, the Black Sea flood. I was watching something on, <clears throat> I was, it was on YouTube. It was like a PBS special about uh, Noah's Ark and shit. And remember, we were, remember we were watching that thing about... <clears throat> I think it was the Grand Canyon. Yeah. You know, it, it, maybe it formed its layers in a quick, yeah, what is it? Is, quick uh, burst. Or this is Juro. Uh, we've, we've done the same thing where you had to look it up last time. This is Genesis yeah. or what is Genesis? Or, I don't know. Is Genesis re- science or something? Is Genesis real or yeah, something like that? Um, but yeah, it, my point was in all these myths and stories there's a purpose for this whether it's even sodom and gomorrah even though it's not a flood like it's like an asteroid or like shit raining like fire raining down um these are just like explanations for like physical things that are happening whether it's a flood or an asteroid or a volcano i mean there was a volcano i was watching this thing in indonesia that exploded i forget when that was but uh like lake toba or lake toba or something like that and this thing basically decimated the whole world and sent the world into almost like a dinosaur effect type thing. Like when the, uh, asteroid hit with the dinosaurs. So, I mean, anything can happen, you know, now we have technology where we can like, look, you know, check this shit out in the sky before it even gets close, you know, with technology. But back then, I mean, you just had to look up in the sky and just kind of guess what was going on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all these stories, good luck nature trying to fuck (laughs) us up. Um, but all these stories just try and explain a reason why these things happen to kill off these giants. And even stories like, uh, Goliath, you know, David and Goliath, um, you know, it's a story of this like giant that going against this dude. Now, are they talking about some dude that was like a mental smart guy that was just bigger? He was just a monster. Yeah, that's right? what I thought. He was just a big dude. Yeah. Right. Or are they talking about no. a fucking real giant? Not like giant is in like a hundred feet tall, but somebody that's 20 feet tall could be a giant. Something that's 15 feet could, you know, like that could be a giant. Or you could take like your, your dad who's super short and then get like the tallest basketball player guy. And that could be like David and Goliath. So, I mean, yeah, that's true. All right. The name of this movie is Genesis history. <laughs> you better fucking remember is that. Genesis history. And and actually that movie, I'm going to I'm going to give that that's a no for me, dog. Okay? <laughs> that movie's fucking ridiculous. And I have an open mind. It was all right. It, it opened up some 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 top some topics. Yeah, but that's like the young earthers. That's exactly what that is. That's like people that believe the earth's only really 6,000 years old or 5,000 years old or whatever. Right. I mean, I can't get behind that. Well, you're getting behind <laughs> giants and shit, so I'm not getting behind. I'm, 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 I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to again give it a physical explanation for something that back then they were seeing that didn't. They didn't, you know, a giant would. I'm just you, saying, show me the fucking bones, bro. I'm not saying that the there. Bones. I'm not saying that there was a, a guy that was 30 feet tall. I'm saying 
now we have people that are eight foot tall, nine foot tall. I think the tallest guy was he nine, ten feet tall. I don't know, but well, that's there's always fucking... outliers. There's always people that are super short. There's always right, but that's what tall. I'm saying. Like, they could just be talking about that. Maybe God was trying to kill them off because they were too fucking tall. I don't know. <laughs> um, so God has a Napoleon complex. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I, I, we're getting off track here. I just meant like <laughs> I personally think that. There's some truth to that. What if these people, the genetics on a lot of the shit were weak and like the whole purpose of this flood or whatever, like nature, whether you want to so believe in God. No, see, I take it more as the, the humans were doing evil things, you know, fucking, they're doing well, drugs, they're well, making sacrifices and shit. They're not appreciating the real God. So this guy's like, all right, this is a bunch of bullshit. I'm going to really show these people what's up. Well, that's what I'm trying to say, though, is like, that's what I was explaining before is like the story of the Watchers. They came down, they were aliens or angels, and they came down and they mated with the, the you know, the, uh, you know, missing link version of us and created what we are today, you know? So, like, that's the story. And they were punished. Like, God punished them for that. Think about if they're oh, really yeah, that's what, disgusting. If there really is aliens or there really is angels, you know, and they abused their power and came down and mated with us or whatever. And if you think about it, we're corrupt-ass people. Everybody's, you know, fucked up in some way, you know? Like, we're not these perfect beings, you know? Right. So if these things were corrupt too, and they corrupt, what if like, for instance, these, you know, Arthur Pitt, Lucy or cavemen or whatever, they were actually not like bad people. Maybe they didn't bash each other in like we do, or maybe they didn't blow each other up like we do, you know, like maybe they weren't terrible. Who fucking knows? But um, times were a little bit different back then too, because people had to band together to kill the fucking woolly mammoth and the saber tooth tiger. Okay. And now right. we're we're all at each other's throats because somebody made a fucking bad comment on Facebook, you know. So it's like yeah, yeah. Well, go back to the what you're saying. Like, so people were on Earth and they were fucking, you know, bestiality in full form, or <laughs> fucking apes and. I, I'm not that saying that. Saying? Well, okay, so like, if an alien, if an alien were to exist, or an angel came down, or whatever, and that's what they did, yeah, that's what they're creating. I mean, if you think about it, again, we don't know how we got to where we are with the way our brains are and our physiology and everything like that. Like we just know evolution, but evolution based on what we know about evolution doesn't explain at all. Like that's why if, let me put it this way. If there was proof that that's exactly what evolution was, it would be like the way that everything happened exactly. There wouldn't be any debate for religion. There wouldn't be any debate for any of this stuff. There wouldn't be any speculation. There wouldn't be any conjecture. It would be, this is the way it is, and that's it. Well, that's right? why science is, is, is a religion in itself, because they, you still have to have faith. You have right. to have faith in Big Bang. You have to have faith in a gigantopithecus morphing I, into a I conscious being. For, for me, the, I think the perfect cocktail is... Yes, science mixed with re religion or faith and, and just understanding the balance of the two. Okay, yes, I'm going to be very realistic and reasonable about this, but I also am going to believe and have faith in some sort of higher divine being because there is no explanation. We're sitting here having a, a conversation through a fucking computer. What is a computer? We invented <laughs> a fucking computer. You know what I'm saying? So right. um, the fact that this is even happening right now is a miracle. You know, like as Chris would say, like, what's a miracle? Yes. Well, we're the miracle, you know? So it's like... I like um, technology. I appreciate it. Right. And 150 years ago, people aren't fucking horses. But yet we're talking through the fucking air, sending videos to each other, fucking, you know, 
doing all sorts of crazy shit. People run their whole business off their phone and make tons of money, you know, and like, think about it today. You could say, oh, I want to go to the store, but I don't want to drive. You could hit a button on your phone. Somebody picks you up, takes you to the store. You know, it's like magic. Yeah, but uh, those companies are causing a, a fucking headache in big cities, though, I heard. Uber and Lyft. What, Uber. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they do. I see They're those causing people. causing tons of fucking traffic in big cities. Right. I mean, so it's, again, it all brings it back. There's I got news for you. I, for excessive use of anything. I live outside Chicago. The traffic couldn't get any fucking worse than it already is. And it's been that way since I've lived here, which is right. over 10 years. So, so let's pray for the great flood to come and <laughs> let's, let's clear some Watch of these people out. <laughs> let's clear some of these people out. Um, but I mean, look, why are we obsessed with all this stuff too? That's the other thing. Like why, not obsessed, that's the wrong word. Some people are, but like, why do we zombie apocalypse, asteroid impact, like end of days? Like, obviously, it's, it's, we're all concerned about our own mortality, but what? Uh, no, something- it's, it's, well, it's something fun. It's something for people to fucking get behind. It's something for people to say, hey, look, I'm different and I'm smarter than you. I'm setting up a, a bomb shelter because I know something more than you do. It's just like the flat earthers. It's all like right. it's all the same. It's knowing something that other people don't know, and then being the first, and then being able to say, "I told you the Earth was flat." When we find out that the Earth is flat, which we right. never will. You know who's a big doomsday prepper? Who? Trey from Fish. Are you serious? Yeah, look this shit up. This guy's huge into it. <laughs> Spent every dime he has. He's gonna tell you the story of the ghost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, Mayans, Aztecs, even our, uh, Native American, you know, ancestors, all those people, you know, but again, why there are these, all these stories of people going into space, Enoch, you know, and, um, it, Jacob, you know, all these people getting taken up into heaven and shown the earth from above and blah, 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 blah. Is that a spaceship? Is that really an angel? I mean, if we're, if you had to pick between that, like, even if you're a spiritual person, you would probably say it's probably a spaceship picking somebody up and showing them, you know, the earth from above, or maybe they had some, I don't know. Free, it might be maybe hallucination. You yeah, don't know maybe, what the fuck these right, exactly. Are. I was just going to say, it could be a DMT. He could have been sitting by some burning acacia or could have inhaled some acacia, you know, who knows? Right. See, I'm more interested in the, the cold, hard facts, if you will. Like the guy, like the all the shit that's coming out about the people that think they found the ark on fucking what's that right. mountain called? Mount, Mount Ararat. That was supposedly yeah. the landing. There's two proposed landing spots: Mount Ararat, uh, which is obviously is a famous mountain uh, in the Middle East, and then another one is like I said, Gobekli Tepe. Uh, that was like a built to signify uh, this is where the ark landed, and that's oh, actually, really that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's a theory, but I mean, again, who knows? Because um, they've, I mean, only five percent of Gobekli Tepe has been uh, excavated. And look, even in the last week, there's that Mayan thing came out. I think sixty million people could have lived there. They they did like a uh, thermal scan of the land in Guatemala, and there's all these underground like homes, and and it's like this huge fucking city that they found that's just like under the 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 topsoil. Um, and they said like up to 60 million people could have lived there or something like crazy like that. That just came out like a couple of weeks ago too. Um, so there's shit we're finding every day and there's crazy shit happening. And, um, you know, 
time does all this stuff. You know, like we've talked about this too. The only thing that lasts stone. So we could have been reset, 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 reset. All it takes is a flood or an asteroid or earthquake, you know, or a super volcano. I just think that the the earth is going to offer up all that stuff, volcanoes, earthquakes, tornadoes, all that shit. But it's not from a God. It's a natural happening between the earth and its environment. Well, here's the weird thing about, I think that, and I don't think a lot of people realize we are living on this ball spinning in space, okay? And forget about global warming. Because personally, I think global warming is a real thing. However, I think we have such a little impact on the actual temperature or whatever. I don't think it's to the... Like, I've even listened to some, like a real scientist talk about this on a podcast where he was explaining that... Um, yes, global warming is a real thing. However, the amount that it's actually doing stuff to our environment is far less than people think or want to believe. And then the other thing is, look at all these Asian countries. These people have to wear masks because of the smog and the fucking pollution and shit. But yet, we're the bad guys in America. So, I mean, I, I don't well, everybody's know. the bad guy. So well, that's what America. I, that's what I think. But how come we're the ones that's like, oh, look at the they've. They're using 90% of the world's coal and all the uh, methane emissions from all the cows and all the farms and all the shit. And that is well, true. We use, but, a, we use a lot of shit. We look at the fucking landfills. We right. use a ton of, we, we have a ton of waste. There's that no is question true. About go that. stand in the middle of fucking Nebraska and take a deep breath. You're going to smell fresh fucking air. You go to fucking Tokyo or, uh, you know, Bangladesh or whatever, and you breathe in the fucking air, you might die instantly. I don't know. I don't know if you die instantly. Instantly, but, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, those again. It's just the the impact that we have on the environment. I think is a lot smaller. But I will say this: I think that when you see things like all these volcanoes and earthquakes and all this shit happening, and people are like, "Why is this hurricane so bad?" or "Why the Earth's just purging?" You know, like goes in cycles. It's purging the shit. Think about if you were. Um, there was a bug on you and that bug kept bless you. And that bug kept biting you. You're going to fucking try and do anything you can to get that fucking bug off you. I'm not saying that the earth is alive, but maybe it is. We don't fucking know anything, you know? Yeah. What if we're generating our own great flood right now? We could be. I mean, with all the pollution and drilling and fracking and fucking, again, I'm not one of these people. It's like, Oh, we got to change it all now. I think we do, but I think, that's partly an energy problem that it's more of an energy problem. If, 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 you know, we're going to talk about that, that's a whole different subject, but, um, you know, yeah, we're getting way off base, <laughs> way off fucking base here. Uh, but yeah, I, I, every culture has one of these flood stories. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. And actually some of them do line up. Uh, like I said, two good books about this kind of stuff would be fingerprints of the gods and magicians of the gods. Uh, by Graham Hancock, um, and then anything with uh, what's his face, uh, Randall Pink? Uh, <laughs> no, Randall from uh, he's always on Joe Rogan. That guy's pretty good about a lot of stuff too. What? So Graham Hancock is all into the in, into Noah's Ark and stuff. I thought well, he, he was all no, no, no. He, he it's all stuff. I mean, if you read it, either of those books, it's like a, it's a combination of it's like linking things together that never have been linked together before. Right. So like magicians of the gods, some of it's about Atlantis, some of it's about Egypt, some of it's about um, 
Greece. Some of it's about, uh, you know, goes through all these things. Like what are these correlations, you know, ancient Sumer and all this stuff. Some of the stuff we were talking about. Um, I just started reading this book today called the 12th planet by Zachariah Sistian. Um, it's a fucking interesting book too. It's a, talks about all the stuff kind of, we were talking about before, uh, the ancient Iraq and, um, Mesopotamia, and, uh, you know, they think that a lot of like the, you know, the Vedas and all that stuff might have come from there. And those people were like, you know, uh, Indo, uh, Aryan and like kind of like almost, uh, you know, these nomads that would go around. But that's where they think some of these um, Vedic texts come from. So that's interesting. Yeah. So could the Great Flood have, have eliminated Atlantis or would that have happened to too far in the future. Well, the, well, supposedly what was Atlantis nine thousand years or nine thousand BC. Yeah, I mean that that's all in that time frame. The, all these floods, I think they range from like twelve thousand to like I think what three thousand, two thousand um, BC. So they're all old too. That's the other thing. It's not like we have a great flood story from like the fifteen hundreds or the you know. 200 AD or something like that. You know, it's all super, super old. Um, and obviously these stories have all been passed down and I'm sure. Yeah, but that could, that could be, uh, all based on that the, the, the fucking wobble of the earth. Right. Yeah. Procession. The procession. Well, yeah. Well, the magnetic poles could have flipped at some point too. I don't know when, I don't, you could look up when the last time that happened, but I mean, that would have a significant impact on that kind of stuff too. You know, poles flipping. The poles, yeah, the the polar, the, you don't know about that? No, I do not know about that. (laughs) We're due for one, actually, when the magnetic poles flip. It fucks shit up. I'm pulling up some some stuff on National Geographic. And actually, I saw there's a Noah's Ark thing on Netflix about, um, uh, you know, I think it's National Geographic actually, and it talks about this guy. He thinks that he knows where the exact because there's this like in the Turkish mountains, like by Mount Ararat, there's a spot where it looks like a boat like landed there because it's like perfectly carved out in that shape, like the bottom of the boat. Yeah, that's what I was. I was watching. They were talking about that on the little special thing. They said. I think some U.S. pilots saw it, and then the fucking well, yeah, because there's like they say. Well, here's the thing: is that guy thinks that these rocks or weren't rocks at some point they were like wood or it's petrified wood and then but i mean i don't know i I was kind of 50 50 on it but at the end of it i'm like this doesn't sound you know i'm all into this kind of shit but this doesn't sound right to me for Um, some reason when i was a kid i could have sworn that they someone was like they found noah's ark or they found a piece (laughs) of it It must have been bullshit must have been my caddy kids and bullshit (laughs) They found it. Come back next week. They actually found a piece of Noah's beard hair. (laughs) Petrified. Well, I mean, the the other thing is there's a lot of stories that they, uh, in Qumran, um, in 1946, they found the Dead Sea Scrolls. Some shepherd, uh, I think he threw like a rock into a cave just fucking around and heard something shatter. (laughs) He heard something shatter and then ended up being, I think there's 800 pieces of literature and over like 11 caves, which is fucking crazy. Um, what did it shatter? A pot, like all these, eight, the Dead Sea Scrolls were uh, oh, I see, being, I see. Uh, stored in pottery. 
Um, and there's that'd one be hilarious that's if you threw a fucking rocket and you shattered right. the Ten commandments. And there's one that's um, like out of gold. There's one out of copper. And then most of them are like on like animal parchment. But uh, yeah, and then some of them are super deteriorated. But there's a lot of stuff in there too um, that they didn't know about. And they don't know who wrote those either. They think it might be these Essene people, which was like a sect of Judaism. Um, they think even Ju- Jesus might have been a part of this, like Essene, these Essene people, uh, which was like a specific sect of like i said like uh judaism uh the the thing that we we were talking about though that how they found like the real landing site or whatever i mean i don't know what to think about that because like what we just said like the the whole landscape can change over time um and something that would have happened what five six thousand years ago is it still just you know sitting there i don't think so you know? Well, I saw what they were looking at. It didn't even look like it was anything to me. Right. Like, there's a black little area on this mountain. Well, and supposedly Noah's Ark was 450 feet long, 700 or 75 feet wide, and 450 feet high. There is actually somebody, I think a millionaire, who built, um, he rebuilt like a version of it. Uh, it took him three years, and it cost a million dollars to build. And he oh. built like an exact replica specification according to the Bible. You'd think it'd be more than a million. That's not that. Bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could say that definitely. But uh, yeah, I mean, an ark too. They the, here's the other thing too is like that. I was telling you the story about that Yima with that. It's called the Vara, which is like this. <laughs> yeah. The the place that was built into the cave, and they that's like a similar story too. So it's like maybe there is some sort of truth in that. Maybe somebody did come down or maybe it was, maybe it was an alien. Maybe it was an angel. Maybe it was just some dude that had advanced technology for the time. I was like, Hey, this shit's coming, bro. You better prepare yourself. And this is how you're going to do it. Um, but you know, who's, who's to say we don't have any answers, you know, but I just well, think it's, there's a lot of consistencies to a lot of these stories. I just think it's weird, you know? Yeah, if the Egyptians could tap into the stars, they probably had a pretty good understanding of the weather. Right. Who 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 knows? Well, we don't even have that timeline down. We don't know. We don't know about the Egyptian timeline. We they the scholars who supposedly scholars um yeah. what we learn in school will tell you that they're 2500 to 3000 BC, which I don't agree with it at all. Yeah, and slaves built the fucking place. Right. So, and and if that's the you case, and, and then we're looking at uh, ancient Mesopotamia, and, and I'm reading this book, The Twelfth Planet, and it's talking about how for like 4400 BC, and those people, um, you know, were were even the people that gave the Egyptians the knowledge. So they're saying that these people were 4400 years ago, or 4400 BC. And they were giving the Egyptians all the procession knowledge because there's like different glyphs, I think, in the Sumerian text um, that indicate that they knew about procession, which would have predated Egyptian by like a thousand Egyptian culture by like a thousand years. And Egyptians even talk about a previous culture, um, you know, to them that they learned some of this knowledge from. So, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like hard because it's like we don't even have the right timeline down because people have been saying this timeline for years. So it's been ingrained into everybody. So everybody's like, oh, you know, ancient Greece, 2000 BC, ancient, you know, Egyptian, 3000 BC, ancient Sumeria, 4000 BC. You know, it's just this basic thing, you know, but it's not that basic. And I don't think, 
I think we all jumped on a bang bandwagon a little too early and now we're kind of reeling back and be like, whoa, let's take a look at this. And I think we better get some of this shit straight before it's too late. Cause I think there is some knowledge there and I think there is something to be learned from all this. Right. There's so much that surrounds it though. When you get the government involved, it's not just for the sake of the world. Do you think you the know? government would, let's say hypothetically, do you think that it's possible that something like that is known, like exactly what happened or for some I reason? Or not? I understand what Uncle John was saying, how they have to be very careful with what they let go out of that place because artifacts are getting ripped off and this and that. Right. I don't know. Forget, no, I'm just not even talking about just Egyptian. Let's say the Catholic Church knows what really happened with Noah's Ark or let's say the government in the Middle East knew about all these stories or whatever. Like, what do you think... Do you think that obviously there's an agenda there? It's like, let these people believe this or let these people believe that. But do you think that there's anything? Do you I don't think, think the Catholic Church knows because if they did, they would prove it so more people would join their cause. I guess. They, they, have, they, well, they don't benefit anything from having a myth floating around. Right. Why well, would got, you? Why would they, they got a lot of fu- They've got a lot of myths floating around. So. Oh, there is. Yes. Father fucking. Father Hooligan, dude. Well, I mean, I, look, again, I love the way I was brought up. Love, you know, being, learning to be a kind, you know. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of good person. Don't, yeah, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not trying but, to bash the whole fucking but society. if you're telling me that I was supposed to believe that there's a dude with a fucking beard sitting in a throne in space somewhere, because what are we talking about here? What is heaven? Heaven's like a different dimension or, you know what I'm saying? So if you're yeah. telling me that they just up above the earth somewhere like above us, just above us, whatever the fuck that is, the North star or whatever that, you know, I'm supposed to believe that there's a dude sitting in chair. Well, dude, your fucking religion is, is way behind the times. Okay. Because <laughs> I, again, I still believe in God. I still believe in Jesus. I still believe all that, but I do not believe that it is what we, God is what we think it is, which is just some dude sitting in a chair dictating things, you know, like right. they, they, they paint it. So it's like, you ever seen the movie Clash of the Titans where the Greek gods are all sitting up on a cloud and they're playing chess and the chesses are like real people that are being moved around in the real world below, you know? So it's yeah. like, that's kind of like what the picture that people portray this as, but it's, I think it's a lot more complicated than that. And we as a people and in society, we do it to this day. We create stories surrounding things that we can't explain. So back then, a lot of these stories are just creating things that they couldn't explain, or maybe they had far more knowledge than we do and they still couldn't explain it in a certain aspect like i think we've like talked about this before i think we're technologically and scientifically more advanced than any civilization uh, according to what i've read however i think we're spiritually less in tune so i think that that's like the missing piece you know like that's the missing yeah. uh thing i think you have to put it all together and i don't think a lot of people do or want to or whatever you know people well science think. is like a religion and the, the shame is it's it's looked at as like the religion for smart people if you believe in this stuff and accept right. all this shit you know well listen to all these scientists on all these podcasts these guys sound like fucking dickheads they they get on there i heard <laughs> one, i heard one guy on joe rogan i don't i forget his name but this guy got on there and you would think that if you were an idiot if you believed in god you were an idiot if you didn't if you didn't believe in the big bang you were an idiot you know like this the way that this guy was talking it's like well give me the proof because you don't have any fucking proof you know and joe rogan kept saying that it's like well you know, prove it to me or whatever. And well, like, no, there's a lot of stuff from science that is true, or right. we, you know, it is as of now. But well, no, well, no the new thing you can learn from it for sure. I, I wouldn't say abandon anything, but 
like I was gonna, I was gonna say this earlier. It's there's a lot, of, there's 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 different levels of the truth, and I think all of it. There's truth in everything. I feel so. Right. There's gonna be truth in some of the religious stuff, and then there's gonna be bullshit. There's gonna be truth in some of the science stuff, and then I don't know. That's what I was trying to say though about like explaining things. Like obviously some shit happened. These people wouldn't write this shit down. We've talked about this with cave art. We've talked about this with hieroglyphs. These people aren't just going to like take time, like years to carve something into something or write something or pay somebody to do. So that's not going to happen unless it's an important fucking thing. You know, like the most, the things that are written down and things that are preserved are important fucking things, you know? Yeah. Like nobody, like the first dude that drew, you know, uh, a, a figure fighting off a buffalo or fighting off a saber-toothed tiger or whatever in a cave, okay, the, you know, whether it's the one in France or the one in Spain or whatever, like 30,000, 40,000 years ago, that dude isn't doing it to, like, he's not the that era's, you know, Andy Warhol. That dude is doing that for a reason. That dude is, hey, this is what happened here at this time, you know? It's like, it's like documenting it you know like i think that was the first time people start learning like oh we can we can document like this person was you know here this person was doing this you know yeah that's tr- that's all true but when you start reading stories out of the bible when it gets to, when it starts getting so far fetched that's when people started questioning because the bible is supposed to be a straight up you know recording of of things well i don't know i mean a lot of them are poems and story not poems a lot of them are like stories you know like I think, um, I don't know. I think it's just, you have to take, you have to take certain things away from them. Like, look, I mean, maybe there are people that will read the Bible or look at the Bible and be like, oh, this is how it is. I'm going to follow this to the exact T because this is what they said, or this is what God said, or this is what Abraham said or whatever. And I'm going to do that exact thing, or I'm going to live that way or whatever. And that's fine. But I think that it's more of an allegory thing that you're supposed to take values and morals from them and apply them to your everyday life is the way that I look at it. No, I look at it the same way, but if you ask people about, if you ask people in Catholic, you know, that are Catholic, they're going to say this is actual true documentation of what happened. I don't know. I mean, I know, I know people that are hardcore in, you know, Catholicism and stuff. And I think they even recognize, yeah, this shit's, this story was crazy or this might not have been hundred percent true or, but it wasn't, it wasn't written as a, as a fic. It was written as a, as an actual documentation. Right. You know, you know well, I mean, so in, in some of the stories are true. I mean, like, look, and if you look at some of the, you know, the, the Bible versus, you know, you're looking at the old Testament and some of the other things around that time, whether it's books or texts or whatever, a lot of the stuff actually lines up, you know, there's, there are, records of jesus and 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 all the stuff it's not like jesus was some fake guy you know the greatest you know character ever created he was supposedly a real being that was a self-realized um christ being you know yeah that's what i was saying there's a lot of, there's some truth in everything it's almost like you know a fucking a couple getting divorced they tell a story they both tell the same story there's, right. the truth is in the middle you know what i'm saying it's so well, I think too, with the, if you're looking at like for Jesus, like, did, do I think this guy was able to resurrect himself or the dead or whatever? No, but I do think he was probably lived his life the cleanest, best way anybody ever had. And it was like an example. And people were like, oh, this dude, you know, like, I, who can even compete, compete with this guy, you know? Yeah. Seriously, like, think about it. Like, the way we live our lives, we're flawed, flawed beings, you know? And if somebody were ever to, like, modern day, let's say there was a modern day Jesus, it would be somebody 
that like a Mother Teresa type or, you know, and even those people probably still have some secret flaw that you don't know about, you know, but it would yeah. be this perfect being that would do good and help other people and, and spread love and joy and light throughout humanity. You know, there's not that many of those kinds of people. I don't know that many kind of, you know, I try and live my life like that, but even on a day-to-day basis, I'm like, I did this wrong or I did this or I fucked up yeah. here, you know? So you smell my farts, man. I'm, I'm very flawed, bro. Trust Jesus, me, bro. Flawed. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Um, Do we end it on that though? I think we should. We're going to, we're going to end it on Kevin's nasty fart. No. Hey, I'm a flawed. I'm a flawed man. What what can I say? That's what caused the great flood because everybody was crying from fucking how bad your shit smelled. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we got another episode in the books here. Check us out next time when we have episode 15, which is TBD. So wow. have a good day. Have a good night. Peace. <laughs>